This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today's episode is only going to be on audio, so we're not going to have a video of this one, but I would love to know how you guys have been liking the video podcasts. I personally love them, and I've been watching more podcasts than I've been listening to, so I want to know if you feel the same way. You know what? I think it's because I really, really, really have gotten more into long form content. And I think you guys can probably tell because I've been posting more on YouTube. I've been posting more random vlogs. I just like miss YouTube a lot and I miss long form content. Like, don't get me wrong, I still scroll on TikTok, but I find myself gravitating more towards YouTube videos now. Like, if I am getting ready, I definitely watch a YouTube video. If I'm like getting ready for bed, I'll do a YouTube video. If I am working or just want, to take a break instead of scrolling through TikTok, which is what I usually would have done, I now put on a YouTube video and I've been finding some new YouTubers. I think the reason why I didn't like love long form content for some time is because it felt very repetitive. I felt like I was watching the same people that I've been watching for the past five to 10 years, which is fine. I still love them, but I wanted something new. I wanted to watch someone that I haven't seen ever, like just someone new. And so I started finding these new YouTubers. The one that comes to mind, I think her name, it's funny because I don't even know like their full names. Her name on Instagram is Morgs, M-O-O-R-R-G-S. And her last name is Riddle. So Morgan Riddle. She is the girlfriend of a pro tennis player. So she kind of just like travels with him and films really cool vlogs and I just like her because she seems so nice and just like very I I just love her content I don't know I just really really like it and I don't know anything about pro tennis so it kind of gives me like an inside scoop on that so I've been obsessed with her content lately and I have just been watching more and more YouTube I feel like people sometimes like only watch people that have a lot of followers I've been watching people that have like 300 subscribers and like their content is so so good so definitely hop back onto that YouTube train because I think it's coming back and I stand by this I think that YouTubers have the highest engagement and like If you get on YouTube and you manage to be consistent and do it well, you will have a more of a sustainable career because TikTok and Instagram is so dependent on the algorithm. Like you can do everything right with TikTok and Instagram, but if the algorithm decides not to promote you, you will not be seen versus YouTube. I feel like it's less algorithm based and it's more like I have my favorite YouTubers and I want to watch them. Like, of course, there's an algorithm with YouTube as well. And if YouTube doesn't push your videos out, then like you're going to get less views, but you still have people that look forward to your videos every Monday and Wednesday. Like YouTube, it's more of like a schedule versus Instagram and TikTok. It's random. So I don't know about you, but I don't ever look up my favorite person to see if they've posted on Instagram or I don't look at to see if my favorite person has posted on TikTok. 
I trust that the algorithm will bring me their content because I like their content. And if one day that algorithm stops bringing you their content, then they're just not going to get seen because you're going to be so distracted by everything else that they're giving you. Where YouTube, you kind of have to like search for yourself. It's not like things just automatically appear and start playing, you know? I don't know if that makes sense. I think it does. But this is my warning call or I don't know what to call it, but this is my message that you guys need to get on YouTube if you're a content creator. And I've just felt like so much more of a love for creating content. I don't know. It's just it's been a lot of fun. But anyways, this is gonna be a little catch up before we get into the meat of the episode. This weekend, I was in Charlotte. I was actually in North Carolina for the past week and a half. I left last Monday and I got back yesterday on Wednesday. And it was honestly so nice to be home. I kept pushing my flight back. Um, I was supposed to come home Monday and then I pushed it back till Wednesday. I first pushed it back till Tuesday, then I pushed it to Wednesday. I just didn't really want to leave. I, I really enjoyed being home this past week. And I think it's because I'm getting older and I think we realize like how much more we appreciate our family. And also because my siblings are getting older, we've developed more of like a friendship, I feel like, than just like a sibling relationship. And so it was just really fun to be home. It was good to like spend time with the family and of course see my baby boy, Bambino, my child. I love him so much. So just getting to spend time there was really nice. And I love North Carolina in the summer. In the winter, I could do just like a weekend there and come back and <laughs> I'm good. But in the summer, it's nice weather. It's warm. You can do more things. And it was just really nice. And I got to see my friend Katie while I was there. I vlogged that week. So you guys should check it out. Chloe graduated from college, which is just so, so strange. It's going to be even more strange when Lucas graduates because he is the baby of the family. And he graduates in two years from NC State. So I'll be going back to NC State. And he's graduating also from industrial engineering, which is what I did. So that's just going to be super, super strange. But yeah, it was a fun weekend. I vlogged it. So definitely be sure to check it out. But this episode, you guys, this episode is going to be about my summer goals. I feel like a lot of people focus so much on New Year's resolutions, including myself. I did a whole episode on my New Year's resolutions and I will always do them. Like I am a big goal person and I am a big New Year's resolution person. Like I love looking back at the end of the year and seeing what I've accomplished. And so this is kind of going to be like the halfway mark goal. So I haven't actually looked at what my previous goals were. Like I'm not going to compare if I've, you know, progressed on them or not. I'm just going to start new goals for the summer and some of them will probably overlap. Um, I know a few of them do, but I just wanted to do this because it feels more realistic. Like it feels like, oh, okay, I, I need to do this in like two or three months. Like it's not like, oh my God, I have 12 months. Like, am I going to really be consistent these next 12 months on these goals? Like maybe January, but I don't know about May. Like, am I still going to be caring about my New Year's resolutions in May? Considering the fact that I don't even remember all of them, probably not, even though I do love New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I think it just like sets the tone for the rest of the year. So with this, I wanted to set my summer goals, my summer resolutions. And as we approach June, I want to keep these in mind. And I think it's more realistic to have these in the back of my head for June, July, August, September even, rather than just, you know, like forget, like, look, I feel like I'll actually remember these in the next three to four months. 
Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heiress Tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 400 50 degrees, reduces inner pair split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So the first one is to post more random content. This kind of goes with what I was saying, how I really have been loving creating content again. I've kind of found that love for it. I think for the longest time, I used to feel unproductive with creating content. And I'm sure some of you feel this way if you guys have full-time jobs or you guys have businesses or you guys are doing something other than content creation, which I think is most of you. You feel unproductive when you're creating content. At least I do. 
I feel, especially with Rella, I'm like, if I'm not working on Rella the whole time, then I am wasting time. And I have to think about it, one, from a productivity sense. One, not everything needs to be productive. I think you are allowed to do things that are not productive. But two, it is productive. You are taking a break from just staring at a computer screen. You are letting your brain like get creative, which brings so many like great brainstorming sessions or great ideas. And no matter what you're doing, whether or not you own your own business or it's in your day to day, I think it's so important to take breaks and find time to like be creative and and, you know, have a creative outlet. But also for me, specifically with Rella, I get to showcase what I'm doing with Rella. And that has brought so all of our original community members have been through my community first. And so it's actually productive when I think about it from a business perspective, no matter how I look at it, creating content is more productive. But even aside from that, I I just enjoy it. And I want to do things I enjoy. Like, I think for so long, I was like, you need to have specific content pillars and you need to only post things in this niche and blah, 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 blah. No, scratch that. I'm posting whatever I want. If I want to post a fashion video, I'm posting a fashion video. If I want to post a rant on TikTok of just me talking to the camera, I'm going to do that. If I want to post a vlog, I'll do that. If I want to post here some creator tips, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to post whatever I want. And I want to start feeling like everyone is on my close friend's story because my close friend's story is very I think it's like entertaining I don't post on it too often but like I feel like I give like an inside scoop of my life like you really see my personality in my close friends and I think that you see my personality obviously on my podcast on my youtube channel instagram but there's a filter there like I mean, of course, like I know that whenever people meet me like I am the exact same way that I am online But obviously, I don't share everything. Like, there's a lot that I don't share with the world. And I'm not going to start becoming an oversharer because that's just not who I am. But I want to start showing more of, like, my personality and just having fun with it and not caring about what people think and not being like, oh my God, I have way too many stories up. Like I am a content creator. I've been a content creator for the past 12 years and I still get in my head that I have too many stories up. Like I just shouldn't think that way. This is literally my job. And even if it wasn't my job, who cares? People are go on social media to consume content. When people are like, oh my God, that girl posts so much. Like that's so annoying. I'm like, you know that you are choosing to follow that person and you are choosing to click through their stories. You could swipe away. You don't need to get annoyed about it. And that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm not saying that I'm going to post a million stories because I just don't think that's who I am or like what I'm going to do. But I'm saying that I'm going to start thinking less and start posting more. And I think that is going to be a lot of fun. Like when I go to Australia, you bet I'm going to be like vlogging on my stories on TikTok and on YouTube. I will be showing you everything that we do there. And that's just a warning ahead of time. So if you like that content, follow me. If you don't, I don't want to say unfollow me, but you know, you have that choice. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to encourage that, but you have that choice. And so I think this is just like an encouragement to anyone. Just like start posting whatever you want. Like who cares what people think about you? So that's one thing. I think that was one of my New Year's resolutions in January. And I think I have gotten better at that, as you guys can hopefully see on YouTube especially. But I want to just start getting better about it across all platforms because I feel like I get really in my head about TikTok and Instagram. And the next one, I know this was also a New Year's resolution, but I want to I wanna talk about it again. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on this once I see like how the summer goes, but it's to drink less. I'm not saying I'm not going to drink at all, but it's just drinking less. I think last year it was kind of like I just felt like I needed to drink at every single social situation. If there was alcohol there, I was consuming it. 
I wasn't getting like super drunk every time. That's not what I'm talking about. Like I don't, I know my limits. I know how much I can drink to just feel like a little bit tipsy and that's it. Like I'm not someone that I don't necessarily binge drink. Of course, I've gotten drunk before and I've like had hangovers and gotten like drank way more than I should have. But I am, that's not common for me. Like I usually know, okay, I can have like three or four drinks and feel like really good and I can stop there. And I don't even want to do that anymore. I'm like, why do I need those three or four drinks? And whenever I do drink, it's a lot harder for me to say no to the next one, obviously. So I just want to like not drink much at all, like in social situations. So I went to an influencer event the other day and they had the cutest drinks. Um, I went to, it was a pharmacy event and they were showcasing this like strawberry makeup balm that they are releasing. And their drinks are like strawberry and pink and so, so, so cute. And I was like, these look so good. But it was a random Wednesday night. I was like, I don't want to drink. I don't even want to have one drink. Like, I was only going to have one if I had one. But I was like, why? Like, what's the point? And they were coming around with rosé and like white wine. And I was like, okay, this is good. Like everyone at the table had drinks. Like I was the only person not drinking. But I was like, I just don't want to. And I need to feel more comfortable saying no to that. And I think it's interesting because I think as society, we have an alcohol problem and we just mask it as like it's societally acceptable. Is that how you say it? It's just accepted by society. Um, And so we don't consider it a problem. But I think we do. Like this society has a problem with alcohol. We feel like we have to drink all the time. And if you're not drinking, you kind of get like a weird look like I mean, even I will ask people like, oh, you're not drinking or like, oh, why are you not drinking? And I've like stopped doing that because I realized that that's one, you don't even know what that person has gone through. But like besides from that, it's it's just like not why do we feel the need that like people have to drink? I just don't see the point in that. Like even yesterday, someone was like, oh, you're not drinking. And like that doesn't bother me at all. So like I would have asked that same question, you know, to someone else. Like I've asked that question before. So I'm not trying to like say that that bothers me, but it was kind of like, it's just so ingrained that like, if there's alcohol, we must drink. And I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I haven't drank for about a week and a half only, like it hasn't even been that long. But I feel like it used to be kind of like an every weekend type of thing, um, where I would just like go somewhere and have a drink. And I just don't want to do that anymore. And I know I said in my New Year's resolution, I was only going to drink three times a month. And I definitely haven't kept that. Maybe some months by accident, I've kept that. But for the most part, I haven't. So I'm going to try to kind of like pick that back up and just be more mindful about when I am drinking alcohol. Um, And I think I'm just going to feel better because I've gotten like really bad brain fog from it. And I don't want to feel that way. Like I don't want to have brain fog. I want to be productive. And I've just felt like less productive and honestly, like just an insane brain fog. So I don't want to feel that way anymore. And then the next one is finding workouts that make me happy and doing them and moving my body, (laughs) moving my body four to five times a week. So whether that is a walk, whether that is 10 minutes of Pilates, whether that is like a workout class that I enjoy, I just want to move my body four to five times a week and it doesn't have to be a workout. Like I don't need to put on my workout clothes and do it. I can just go for a walk when I'm at the office. Like I just don't want to sit and like be like sitting in a chair all day and like moving around my apartment and that's it. I want to actually do something that like my body feels good and rewards me for. And I want to find workouts that I enjoy. I 
pause my gym membership or I didn't pause it. I straight up canceled my gym membership. And I now just do Pilates and like workout classes. Not only am I saving money, but I'm like genuinely enjoying what I'm doing. I get excited for my workouts and I think I look better. Like I think that my body looks better than when I was doing workouts that I didn't enjoy. And while of course I work out, like I work out because I feel better. Like I genuinely feel better when I work out. And I know people that if you don't work out or your relationship with working out has always been about looks, which is so common. And that was me for a very, very, very long time. I think it's easy to say like, yeah, right. Every like roll your eyes at that. Be like, okay, sure. Everyone works out because they want to look better. While I do think that that's true. I do think people work out because they want to look better. That is for me, my hypothesis is that 90% of people begin a workout plan because they want to look better. They want to get stronger. They want to have muscle. And that all kind of goes down to how you look. I think when you start working out and then you stop working out, you realize that you feel so much better when you start working out that like the way that you look is an amazing side effect. It's like, wow, I get to look great, but I also feel so much better. And like, feeling better is why I continue to do it. Because if I don't work out in a while, I know that I'm going to like feel crappy. And it's not feeling crappy about yourself. This isn't like hating yourself. Like, oh my God, you're so lazy. How can you not work out? It's more like my body is craving movement. And so I just want to do things that make me feel better. So what I've been loving is I've been doing Form by Sammy Clark, which I'm obsessed with. That's why I canceled my gym membership. I do not need a gym membership. You need like 10 to 20 pound weights and ankle weights and a mat. And that is literally it. Um, You don't need like a full gym or anything like that. So everything you can do at home. Uh, Or if you have like a tiny gym in your apartment, you can do it there. You don't need like a full gym. So anyways, that's what I've been doing. It's been amazing. And then I've also been going to Tremble and Solid Core. So mainly Solid Core. I'm obsessed with Solid Core. I've been doing their workout classes. I've been trying to do them once a week. Speaking of, I need to book a class for this week because I do want to go and take another class. I took my mom and my brother last week. It was both of their first classes and it was really good. But yeah, I've been obsessed with just Pilates and it's just made me feel so much better and I just feel strong and I love that feeling. So that's another one of my goals. I just don't want to, even if I'm traveling and stuff, I don't want to like slack off on movement because I'm viewing it more as movement rather than just like a workout routine, if that makes sense. And then the next one is to be kinder to myself. So I think after my breakup, I think I've been a little bit harsher on myself because I've been more aware about what people think. And I've been like, I feel like for so long I've been, you know, you know, on TikTok when they talk about dressing for the male gaze or dressing for the female gaze, I think I've been dressing for the male gaze and I've been doing a lot of things for men without saying that it's for men, if that makes sense. Like a lot of things that maybe I've posted or I've done or any, it's been like, well, I want, it's not even a specific person in mind. It's not like I want this person to see this and like this. It's more of like, now I'm single. So like, I just want to see like that attention from guys. And being very honest here, because it's not something that's like very cool to say, it's actually kind of embarrassing. But I feel like that's kind of what I've been doing. And it's not like I've ever, I've never been someone that has changed interests or like, changed who I was for a guy. So it's not that I think it's more of like appearance. And it's more about physical looks. I will never change my personality for anyone. And I think if you know me, you're probably like laughing at that because I am myself through and through no matter who I'm with. And that will never change. Like, I like what I like. I am who I am. 
take it or leave it. And I will never try to impress you with my personality because like, I'm just never going to change that for anyone. So like, you better like it. That's just always been me. But I think in terms of appearance, I've been so much more aware of like looks. And I think I've also been just more insecure because of my acne that I've been like less nice to myself. And I've been like trying to dress. And it's not even like I've been trying to dress a certain way. It's not like I've changed my style or anything. I just like notice more that I'm like, oh, will this make me look better? And then when I like follow some girls on Instagram or I like see people that I like love their style, I'm like, oh my God, it's so cute. But then I don't necessarily wear stuff like that because it's not like, oh, it doesn't show my butt as nicely or it doesn't show my stomach as nicely or I don't know, like things like that. And I'm like, wait, but I want my own personal style. I don't just want to dress this way to get a guy's attention. And then I like, I'm just not nice to myself. So I don't know. It's like, this was a very tangential tangential ten I cannot say certain words you guys this is kind of off topic but I think it goes hand in hand with just being kinder to myself and I'd love to know if any of you feel that way too and here's to like finding I mean I guess I'm like alongside that my next one which goes hand in hand with this is like finding my personal style more I really want to find my personal style. I feel like I go through phases where I hate all my clothes. And I think it's because of the reason I just said is because I haven't been dressing for myself. And I just want to find my personal style. I want to wear things that I feel confident in and that like I am happier in and that I feel just like is more fashionable and like me than just like, oh, this is tight and like I look good in it. Does that make sense? So that was kind of like my last point and it went perfectly into the previous one. So that works. But anyways, yeah, those are my goals for the summer. This was a shorter episode because I just wanted to like do a little check in with you. I love solo episodes like this where I can just like chit chat away. And I know that this wasn't a video podcast, but the video podcast will be coming back. So if you guys want to check it out on YouTube, like my other podcast episodes, then just go to my YouTube channel. And if you guys have been listening, please be sure to screenshot this and post it on your story and tag me in it. Oh, how could I not have made this announcement? The real, real Instagram is back. I am posting reels. I'm posting on there again. So go and follow the real, real podcast on Instagram. I stopped posting on there for about a year and a half, I think, maybe just a year. I don't know. Um, It's been a while since I posted on there, but now that I'm doing video again, I'm posting my reels and my TikToks on my personal and my reels on the real real podcast so be sure to follow it and interact with it to get that engagement back up and just so that it can start showing on your feed again and then of course it's on youtube as well so thank you guys for listening i love you guys so much and i'll see you guys next monday with another episode of the real real podcast Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. <laughs>